welcome to Waterbound with Ted and Link. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. All right, so we just cracked open, we'll just start out with the beer tonight, which we've already started anyway, but we just cracked open a couple of Lazy Hikers, uh, the Trailmate Golden L. Nice, nice. Uh, nice of, light, uh, light golden ale. Uh, there, let's see. This brewery is out of Franklin, right? Franklin, yeah, right North, down the Franklin, road, Franklin, North Carolina. So I uh, love the folks at uh, Lazy Hiker. Man, they have some great. Uh, it's a great venue. Uh, 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 they got really good beer, and they have an awesome um, outdoor music venue that, up there. Yeah, and then there's a couple of rivers run right through uh, Franklin. There, Little Tennessee, the and, Little Tennessee, and the Colossia. Yeah, which are nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's, yeah, it's so crazy. Um, Call of Sages, you know, the the class five NAR, and Little Tennessee is the uh, the, class the beast two. of the class two East. <laughs> it's pretty though. It's pretty gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, paddled part of that, um, and I have looked at the uh, Call of Sage. Well, I see yeah. <laughs> from the road. Little Tennessee is up. To, uh, it, it does run up to class three, so. Hey, hey thanks morning. for joining us uh, this uh, this episode, guys. Um, yeah, lots uh, a lot has gone on the uh, uh, past couple weeks, and um, you know, uh, definitely feel we're getting a lot of good uh, good uh, lis- listener uh, listenerships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks for the feedback. We've got our, uh, of course, we've got our. Uh, Facebook page set up, and we're going to start adding a little more photos and whatnot on there, so be on the lookout for that. It's Waterbound Podcast is the name of it on Facebook. Yeah. And, uh, all right. Well, let's jump in here. I'll just do a quick uh, trip report. Yeah. Um, Ted's the only one that went boating <laughs> last weekend. Well, uh, we... So How was it? That was good. A couple of buddies, or a few of us went up to the Lufty. And never sure that I'm pronouncing that right. Do you know if that's correct? That's okay. as close as uh, I'm sorry to say, as close as white folks can get to saying that. It's uh, a the Cherokee. Name of that. Yeah, it's 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 on the Cherokee uh, uh, reservation up in North Carolina. So the the eastern band of the Cherokee reservation. Yeah. Um, so it's up in the Great Smokies uh, National Park there, and I went up with some buddies, I guess, in early January, and we ran. So it, don't, it mostly only runs high enough to paddle in the winter um, and spring. So we went up there and ran a kind of high, a, I don't know, an upper section of it that, that was full of wood, and we I, I bet we portaged uh, eight nine times on that trip and oh, uh, the, the, the first trip a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah okay. yeah and so went back <laughs> it, but it was fun we had actually it was like a little it was a good adventure um, yeah so we had we had a lot of fun and then uh so i was kind of wanting to go back we went back with a different crew uh a couple of same guys matt and david and then uh lauren and wendy joined us uh we took a couple of rafts this time uh took the fat cat uh lauren had his uh, Puma? Super Puma, I think. Super Puma. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so R two and R three and he was R two and I was R oneing. Okay. And it was we. I mean, our boats were overkill for this mm-hmm. uh, river, but you know, we're for me. I'm trying to work on the R one skills, so it was a good. good well, that's cool, run. man. It's yeah. Um, so we had we had a good run on that. It was a little short, so we kind of went looking for a few other places and. Uh, didn't you know? Kind of looked at a at a part of the Raven Fork that might be doable with our skill set, and uh, we couldn't quite figure it all out as far as put in. So we just decided we'd we'd leave that for another. Now day. by Raven Fork, you mean <laughs> downstream of the of the big all the big stuff? Yes, yeah. definitely, no question about it. What we were looking for was something, uh, you know, like some class two, three stuff. Was and it running good? It was. It was yeah. running. I, I, I don't know where the gauge is on Raven Fork or if there's one or if it's connected to Kona Lufty, but there's there's one on the Kona Lufty, and I guess it was running about 1,500 CFS. 
which is, you know, wouldn't hurt my feelings to have a little more in there, but, um, but that was plenty. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was a nice trip. So, uh, I'd go back and I would run further on it, further on down into town, I think. Yeah. But, um, but that is actually a river that, uh, both of those that were sort of, uh, I guess not open to the public for a number of years, mm-hmm. um, because it's on the reservation and, uh, right. I don't know what the real story is, but I heard somebody went in looking for like artifacts or something somewhere. And so of course that, that didn't go over well. So it was shut down for a while. And I yeah, think, yeah, then you, then you have fishermen and, and, you know, uh, yeah, there, there's, there's a big rift between fishermen and, and paddlers out here in the, uh, in the southeast, especially, and we, yeah, I mean, kind of everywhere you go. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, we could we could go on. And it's it's but it's opened back up. About that. Sure. <laughs> but the they've kind of opened it back up. I think uh, depends on the the time of year and Does I think it depend you, on the flow. I don't think. I don't. I don't know if that. I. I don't know. It's not like the Upper Chattooga, the headwaters of the Chattooga, huh? I don't think so. And but I do think like I've heard different different stories. Some people say you need to check in with the sheriff's office and, uh, mm. that, that's probably fine. That's probably, that, that's sort of the way to go. But I, the other thing that's popped up and we'll mention this at the end of the program is, uh, I just saw a post the other day, the Georgia canoe association is uh, going to make a trip on both of those rivers, uh, at the end of March. The, so, lo- the lower Raven Fork yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Oconaluft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, like beginner, intermediate, intermediate to a little bit of advanced on the, on the, on the second trip. But anyway, that, that's good news. That means, you know, that, that used to be a a standard, uh, like trip for them every year. And I don't think they've done it in 15 years or more. So yeah, that's cool. It's cool. It's opening back up, but it's beautiful. Being an instructor at Endless River Adventures, uh, they, they, uh, I'm pretty sure ERA has, has a, uh, uh, possibly has a permit on the uh, Lefty and uh, you know possibly the lower lower Ravens Fork. Well, so that's, that's I would I mean I'd say there. if you're you know if you're I guess I would compare it to rivers around here like Nantahala you know I yeah. mean it's kind of got it's kind of a nice big wave trains and there's a couple of so there uh, was there was fifteen hundred CFS yeah going into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? As far as I know, wow. Um, but it's I'd you say know it was running pretty good. Yeah, a couple, a couple of uh, you know big rapids and that you know one of them kind of was reminded me of screaming left on Chattooga uh, or cool. you know something like that. It sort of want to wash you into a wall. But other than those two, you know, it was yeah, pretty easy running. So, uh, well, all right, let's move along. We'll. Um, the, the topic we want to talk about is, uh, it's, I think it's a great one for for all paddlers. It doesn't matter what you paddle. Like if you're paddling rafts, if you're paddling kayaks, duckies, sit on tops, whatever it is. Um, no. you know, so what we're going to talk about here is, uh, I guess, how to have good river karma. Because you know, when you're paddling with other people... What do you bring to the table? Like, what is your, you know, what, how are you contributing to the to the trip? I guess logistics and, and trip planning type of stuff. A little bit of everything, you know. I guess I'm I'm thinking like, uh, you know, just to kind of get started, like, you know, somebody's got to like organize a trip. So that could be a contribution. So you we're, know? <laughs> we're going into the belly of the beast. Yeah, we're going in the stuff that people don't really want to think about. Yeah, well, you know when they're when they're playing, you know when they're going boating, they just want to go out and have fun. But this stuff is is kind of important to to uh, you know to know uh, to know what to do and to talk about too with others. Absolutely. So you know to start with, you know, like we said, somebody's got to say, "Hey, where are we going? What time? Where are we meeting?" <laughs> you know. So that's one thing, you know. But just getting into like a number of possibilities, like. You know, who, someone needs to be the TL. No matter if you're going out, I mean that's 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 kind of what you're getting at. I mean, yeah, someone yeah. someone has to be the TL, uh, e- even if it's you know a bunch of equally experienced, skilled paddlers. 
Uh, overall, it's, it, it helps. It helps with logistics and everything. If, if one person, maybe it's the most experienced person, maybe it's something somebody that wants to, uh, you know, kind of step up into that position. But it, it, it really helps if someone's the TL. It doesn't mean that they're going to be able to boss everybody around. Sure, Just sure. like, hey, let's... Let's let's keep things flowing. Yeah, and you know, and I think just I'm, I think back through different types of trips I've made. You know, so for example, I just mentioned a Georgia canoe trip. You know, so if you go with a club, they're definitely going to have a trip leader named, and you're going to have to contact them, and hopefully they're going to let they'll you either <laughs> they'll, they'll know you or they're going to give you an interview. You know, they're going to be like, all right, what 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 rivers have you paddled? You know, what's your yeah. skill set? You know, and all that sort of stuff. Do so, you have a full face? Helmet. That's right. You got one of those cages. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite. Um, you know, are you wearing a nose plug or you know what's going on here? So yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you know, you're gonna you're gonna have that kind of trip, which is very well organized, down to like your buddy calls you up or sends you a text that morning, it's like, hey, let's meet over here. Um, you know, kind of. That's a little less organized than than another one is like maybe you don't know people in the area and you make a post on a group site and you're like you know hey this trip's happening you you hopefully somebody that's competent and knows that river or lives near there can be your trip leader sure so you know it just does does help does help to know where you're paddling or have someone that knows where you're paddling yeah yeah and so you know so if you were a trip leader that would be a great you know, you'd be contributing. You'd be, you know, leading people down or, or setting the time or whatever. Um, sure. So another thing, just we're just going to kind of go through a little list here. But uh, another way somebody could, you know, be helpful would be a shuttle, shuttle bunny, shuttle bro. We got the dogs going wild in here again. Break it up, Rio. <laughs> hey. All right, settle down. Um, you know, so what kind of uh, shuttle rig do you have? You know, are you do you have a trailer? Or do you have racks? How many boats could you haul? How many people how, 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 could you haul? How many people can you haul? How how many uh, vehicles is it going to take? Yeah, and you know. Uh, you know, I I know people that well. Well, I want my boat or I want my uh, my rig at the takeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of in that boat nowadays because uh, if if Rio, my pup, isn't paddling with me, you know, I kind of want him at the takeout so I can get to him at the quickest possible time. And I'm always down to you know down to uh, haul other people in gear and. Um, so yeah, I mean that's you know uh, a lot of people don't don't think about that stuff, um, and uh, you know you know what what else? Uh, are well, you I would say bring? like you know just being, I mean that's a good valid reason for having your vehicle at the end. But sometimes you know people just want to have it there because they want to get out of there as soon as well, possible. Well, so, yeah, some, some people have to <laughs> They leave. want to have their dry clothes and they want to Some roll. people have to, may have, you know, time constraints or, you know, uh, engagements to get to or, you know, dinner and yeah. all that. They got a, they got a you know, a, a big game to go to. Yeah. Um, so, But I yeah, think, I I think mean, a way, you know, I'm just saying like if you, you know, so kind of our, just, you know, our topic is like how do you, you know, what are you contributing, you know, to the group? So, so this would be an opportunity, (laughs) you know, like somebody might like, all right, I've got a Prius and I can't haul anybody and I can't haul my boat, but I have (laughs) now, wait a minute. I have friends with Priuses that, uh, put it in there that, that are all about, you know, setting shuttle and, and, and driving gear and people around. Prius is a great rig. Uh, if you don't mind doing a little, uh, you know, doing a little uh, interesting packing in there and some maybe some semi off road driving. I don't know. I don't like know. not I, not I, under a heavy I love load. The idea of a Prius just not for a They're shuttle. Super rig. quiet. You can totally see <laughs> a lot of wildlife. Up, sure, while sure. You're, uh, while you're driving out sure. there. Sure. 
But, like, you know, I'm just saying somebody that's got a bit, like, you know, they, a van with racks or a well, trailer. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that would be, the, the, like, that's the guy you want, like, hey, showing up, like, yeah, but man. sometimes a big rig everybody. doesn't help, man, <laughs> depending on your group size. You know, sometimes a big rig doesn't help, even though it can carry a really big cooler full of beer. Yeah. And lots of snacks and maybe a bed if someone had to, several people had to sleep up in there, but... You know, sometimes a big rig doesn't necessarily help. What what we always try to do, like say at the Tallulah, um, you know, we try to leave the the bigger the bigger vehicles at the bottom of the hill at the takeout and uh, drive back to the put in. You know, your typical shuttle and in uh, a smaller rig, so a Prius. You know, oh so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. take a couple cars or trucks down there to the bottom and then come back in the Prius. With four people, so and that way the uh, four small people. that way the law in Tallulah <laughs> Falls, Georgia, you know they they they're not they're they don't catch on as quick. So I'll put four tiny people in that Prius. That's right, and one in the on the roof. So um, you know, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. A, sh- a special shuttle rig or be, be or being willing to run shuttle. You yeah. know, that's what that's what I mean. Like. That that's helpful, you know. And not everybody like is. just run shuttle, like oh, being a nah, shuttle bunny or a shuttle that. bro. I don't, I don't know, you know. Well, you know, sometimes people. I will say this: I've been on trips where somebody has a spouse or you know, whatever boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, we, and, we, and they want to they want to be around and they like to hike and maybe take photos and you know, kind of catch you coming down the river and. Uh, and they're willing to do that. So that's, yeah, that's a bonus. Yeah. If somebody's happy to, which brings me to another one. So uh, photographer, you know, everybody likes those great videos and photos of themselves running rapid. So yeah. that's another possibility. It is. It is. And they're, you know, even though I, um, I have done a lot of, uh, uh, Videography with the point of view cameras, GoPros and whatnot. Um, there, there's nothing like a a good a good still photo. Yeah, absolutely. Of paddling, uh, and with it's kind of a lost art. <laughs> with social media, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody likes to put it out there, and it's great. So, and that's that's been something that I've tried to do over the years. Is I've got just a whatever what is it it's a uh, olympus i think point and shoot um if i'm not mistaken i may go get it in a minute and see what it is but it's waterproof and it's tough and yeah. uh and that's an, that's the name of it actually is tough or something oh yeah but uh it's it's not you're not gonna get the shots you would with a nice 35 millimeter but who wants to haul that around some people do i used to yeah i used yeah. to uh before all my shit got stolen from me in uh, Spokane, Washington. Uh, I did carry around my uh, DSLR, uh, Nikon, uh, D5000. Uh, it was like small frame DSLR. Nice. It was a nice little rig. Yeah. And, and I had a, uh, a great, you know, Pelican box to carry it in. And that usually went with me. And I got some good shots. But uh, I've got an old um, one that I'll take every now and then, like an old uh, DSLR that... I'll put it in a dry bag and, and you know, depending on where we are, like I, I like to take it on the Chatuga because, you know, you can get out at a lot of the rapids and, yeah. and it's, and it's, and get some good shots. Um, but this, it all depends this, on the place and, yeah. and what you want to capture. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, that's totally a possibility that little, certain rivers are better for it than others. Yeah. That little point and shoot that I have though has been great. Um, I got it like for a birthday present a couple of years ago and, yeah, it's just small enough. I can put it in my uh, in my PFD little pouch on the yeah. front, and and you know, and I, if I run the rapid first, I'll just stay right there and snap photos of folks going through. So nice. Uh, so anyway, and and I mean, hey, everybody, everybody loves that. So I think that's a great way too. You know, if you want to contribute to a trip, is to be the photographer. You know, like. Um, you know, be willing to take photos of other people and post them out there and, you know, take videos or whatever. So, uh, I think that's a great way to do that. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, uh, more, more important than the most important thing 
uh, I should say, on any trip is is having a a level of competency with uh, you know uh, safety and uh, you know not 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 only river knowledge but you know it's important to know where you're at and you know what you know what the layout of uh, the river is and and the rapids and all that and the lines through the rapids and back you know you know alternate lines but is uh, safety yeah absolutely so, so you know uh it's nice when you know that a, a lot of the folks that are on the trip uh have had a swift water rescue course or are competent with that uh you know it's also nice if you've got somebody that's uh i've been on a trip with some folks that are like uh emts and that sort of thing. So it's kind of nice to have that, which is a different, slightly different topic of like first aid. But well, yeah, but I mean, I I think, I mean, I think in this day and age, e- even basic first aid um, is is important for anybody CPR, to have. Yeah. First aid CPR, uh, just basic. Uh, you know, re- especially if you're going in, you know, even. On a trip just off off the highway, you know, roadside run, uh, I think that everyone should, you know, all paddlers should be taking some kind of first aid course, even if it's your basic community first aid and CPR. Um, you know, you can you can go balls out and and, and jump, you know, get take a WMT or a woofer course. Woofer courses, by the way, are are actually you know. Uh, that wilderness first responders. Wilderness first responders are, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of organizations do not recognize that woofer, hmm. uh, that woofer acronym, um, you know, um, and and you know so, some organizations use it as a means of saying, you know, oh, we offer this special curriculum, but uh, basically, you know, you can get a first responder class, you know for a lot cheaper and you cover the same amount of stuff and, you know, just basically have a, a wilderness component or a backcountry component added into it. Um, you know, um, ton, you know, when, when you get, when you get into, uh, uh, first aid and CPR and all that kind of stuff, you can go, you know, you can, it's, it's like falling down a rabbit hole, but it doesn't have to be. And you don't need to spend a ton of money, you know, on uh, these these big courses where, I mean, honestly, uh, a lot of them are so very similar in the practice and the, you know, the uh, every, uh, the the, uh, the subjects you cover and, yeah. and the practice of it. So, well, and and even just to have. You know, it doesn't have to be an actual first aid kit, but you know, it'd be nice to have like some neosporin and a band aid in your mm-hmm. in your bag. In fact, the other night I was killing some time while my son was in a in a meeting, and I was at Walmart walking around, and, and I was like, "Hey, you know," I, I was like, yeah. "All right, I'm go over here." I I bought uh, I, I, I bought need some, all this stuff. Yeah, well, I went and I and I was like, you know, trying to find something to do, so. I I thought, you know, I want to get some of those uh, butterfly band-aid things like for stitches, you know, that yeah. you could, you know, because I was thinking, you know, on the river, what's the most common kind of things that I might run into and, and to have just a band-aid, well, that'd be helpful. You know, I'll have some duct tape, but to actually yeah. have like a butterfly band-aid handy because, you know, I think that's a likely scenario where somebody like, yeah, wax their eye or something, and oh yeah, you know, splits yeah, common, over. Common, common injuries. So I thought, you know, so I threw those in my dry bag. Yeah, a handful of those. So anyway, just my, trying to think about like what you might run into, even if you you're not trained. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have that. No, definitely. I mean, you know, and that's the thing about most even basic first aid kits. Uh, and like NRS sells these great little you know first aid kit bags and. First aid bags and you know, and a, and a basic dry bag. A lot of these kits have, uh, you know, um, a really simple, um, you know, first aid little booklet or 
you know, simple instructions basically on yeah, some on, galls on, and some yeah, tape on, and on, on how to use that, you know, yeah. that kit. And, uh, that's great. And, uh, you know, the, the, the old adage better to have it, you know, not better needed. to have it and not need it. It's <laughs> better to need it and not have it. Um, I mean, it, it goes a long ways. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I I generally always have uh, in my in my dry bag, which I carry uh, almost every trip, uh, unless I'm a trip leader on a on a rafting trip, um, which I have to carry. I usually carry a, a the company first aid kit, which is you know above the uh, the 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 basic regulations by the governing, the law enforcement agents, the agency of that river. Uh, if, if I'm on my own trip or I'm a guide on a trip, I usually have my dry bag and, um, with a basic first aid kit in it, like a basic pin kit, maybe a couple pieces, a piece or two of extra clothing, you know, like yeah. layering, um, you know, and, uh, Maybe some uh, you know granola bars and some, yeah, and yeah, some water yeah, in it, absolutely. and 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 that all fits. And I can all I fit that in all all in an, a watershed uh, dry bags Okoe uh, you know <laughs> watershed Okoe dry bag, um, which uh, which is great is compact. But my big one for kind of little bit bigger day trips is the Shatuga, the watershed Shatuga dry bag. Well, now you're talking about like a little bit of uh, something that I also have, like the 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 most stripped down version ever of like a little survival kit, you know. So that's yeah. a little different than sort of well, than but, sort of like first aid, but it but it's something that you know you should throw in there. Yeah, I mean, space I, blanket, <laughs> what, lighter sure, or something, sure. you know. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's important to have that stuff uh, on, you know, especially you know like more so than the first aid kit on a day trip uh that's especially when it's away from the highway but i carry that shatuga dry bag that okoe dry bag on the okoe which is a roadside run yeah um because i mean first of all my my car isn't there i know we're if if i come up on something or something happens on my trip or or whether i paddle up on it um, I'm gonna be away from, I'm gonna be away from my truck and and first aid and you know and you might be on the other side of the road. I, I may be the on river. the other side of the river from yeah. the road. Exactly. Um, I've been there before. Uh, and um, yeah, you know, and and if you don't have that stuff with you, then you know you're totally improvising or or you can't because you don't have the gear you need. So that um, that uh, friend, I think we of both of ours uh got into a predicament a couple of years ago on Chatuga section four in the winter I was paddling and uh the river froze up well, uh, the, the, river, the, the, not the lake. lake at the end yeah and uh got stranded out there yeah lake too o- overnight froze over and they without had to much of anything I mean, yeah I, they I, they didn't have anything because they were you know like oh you know we're totally gonna be at the car in like two hours uh after paddling across the lake you know running the river and paddling across the lake and within about two two and a half hours and yeah they had i think it was uh it was halfway across the lake they uh they w- encountered one of the uh shallowest parts of the lake which froze over completely and uh, they actually walked on the ice for quite a bit. And then actually, you know, they were breaking through into the mud underneath and it was wearing them out. So they, they just had to kind of trudge to shore and bail and leave their boats. Um, you know, um, well, they pulled up and I think they, they had to bivouac on, on the shore. And this is in northeast Georgia, upstate South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, much less out in that west in the mountains. Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, way way up in you know uh, the the backcountry of Canada or somewhere like that or Alaska or the jungle. Um, yeah, and it was 
a fairly routine run that almost went you know awry uh, because of it. Um, so but they had to stay overnight yeah. out there with without really any food or shelter. Yeah, they didn't they didn't have hardly anything. So ever um, since I heard that story, like <laughs> I went out. And made like the, you know, like I said, a strip down, like a, it's like a space blanket, a lighter, some matches, yeah, uh, a little mini flashlight, and 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 Glow maybe some kind or, of fire starter, something, yeah. and just like wrapped it up in a little Ziploc, got it in my dry bag sure. just for that. You know. That itself weighs all of several ounces, yeah, yeah not so even much. a pound. Actually, I made three or four of those little Ziplocs full of that stuff, put one in like a backpack that I hike with, put one in my dry bag, put one in like my mountain bike bag, and maybe one in my car because I just thought, you know, for a few bucks, like I said, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. But uh, So circling back a little bit, um, we kind of got into first aid and survival, <laughs> which is sort of unexpected. But um, if you were on a trip, well, I mean, and we, you you we circle back to brushing everything, yeah, yeah. But but kind of getting back to um, like rescue gear. So more like okay, so n- maybe you don't need you know you don't need first aid, but somebody's pinned or you know what do you need? What's your you know, or your skills, being able to have some of those skills to get somebody out of the situation. That that's a that's somebody I want on my trip. That's somebody that can maybe. True. I hope I don't need them, but I sure would like to have them there. True, and um, you know that that kind of that kind of segues into something else. It's like you know, don't 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 have gear you know above the level you're trained at. Um, yeah, you have no business using it or having it on you or with you if you don't if you weren't trained in how to use that gear. And that's that's one of the that's one of the biggest things. My my biggest pet peeves is for people to go out because they see other folks on the river who are probably qualified to have that stuff and have been trained how to use that that equipment. They go out, they see that and they're like, Man, that looks awesome. For that sheer reason that it looks awesome, they look like badasses out there. They go out and buy this stuff, and they don't even know how to use it. Like what? Um, rescue yeah, vests? Well, rescue PFDs. Um, you know, if, you know, a mechanical advantage, when when you're rigging up, you know, three-to-one mechanical advantage, Z, what, you Z-drag. Know, a lot of people call it Z-drag. You can go way above a three-to-one you know, but uh, if you if you weren't training how to use it appropriately, you can really hurt somebody, and you can get in a jam trying to apply it, trying to put that to use. Well, so, even a throw rope. I mean, if you don't exactly you never get it out and use it, or or try to you know, practice with it. You if know. you don't practice with it, if you haven't been training how to use it, then you shouldn't have it. I mean, you honestly, uh, like I would rather you not have it. If you, especially if you haven't been training how to use a throw rope, a rescue bag, or whatever you want to call it, uh, because once once that goes into the river, if you don't have a hold of it, someone else doesn't have a hold of it, and once it gets loose in the river, it becomes. And we when we covered this, uh, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, was it last last one or maybe <laughs> <laughs> foggy? Uh, but that becomes the worst hazard in the river, worse than. Almost, yeah. I mean, basically, most man-made objects in the river are are the most dangerous hazards in the river. So, but um, if you are good at it, and if you're, yeah. you know, if you're trained, if you've had swift water rescue, and totally. a lot of people have, I'm just saying it, it, that's a great, you know, that's a good thing to have. No, I mean, you know, I, people, I, I highly yeah. suggest, you know, if, if you're going to spend any time paddling white water, especially, um, go out and take a, take a uh, you know, a, a swift water rescue class or what, what um, you know, a lot of organizations are calling uh, white water rescue technician classes, WR, I think it's WRT now. And uh, that's designed for paddlers. Uh, swift water rescue is designed for, most of it's designed for rescue services, uh, you know, fire and, and, and rescue and all that. Um, for, 
you know, di- 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 different applications. Very similar in some ways, but very different applications. Um, so, but yeah, I, I highly suggest just, you know, it's, it's the best money you're, you're, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna spend any bit of time in paddling in the future, you know, on down the road, uh, some of the best money you'll ever spend is taking, you know, one of these classes. It'll open your eyes. And, and I think even, eyes. even if you're not going to be the one out there, like, you know, performing this, this heroic rescue, I think the biggest thing you can do is be able to do self rescue, you know, as best you can. So yeah. like, I think taking Swiftwater rescue course, if nothing else, it, it, it might get you comfortable swimming and and knowing what to do and not panicking and and uh, you know like I said are you you know if you're thinking about a group dynamic and and what's your role and, and how are you contributing like are you an asset or are you a liability yeah exactly. you know so like if you've had Swiftwater Rescue and, and you may you may be the weakest paddler in the group but you know if you if you think yeah, sometimes. Uh, somebody that swims a lot, uh, they're really good at swimming. <laughs> so, they, you know, they can hang on to their paddle. You know, yeah. I've done plenty of it myself. So I know, like, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, like I said, you know, if somebody comes out of the boat, are they going to hang on to their stuff? They're going to let everything go. Yeah. They're going to, you know, what's going to happen? Can Because if, if somebody takes a swim and they've still got all their stuff, it's not a yard sale, and yeah. they get to the bank, so what? You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, in, in the if it's not in a terrible place um that's big i mean that's that's helpful like you know just being able to do do that simple thing um yeah it's not always simple but yeah but you know you you just said something you just um uh mentioned something about you know asset or liability or being being the hero or (laughs) heroic don't don't ever try to be the hero on the river you know definitely i mean Folks, if you don't have the training, don't, you know, don't put yourself in a position, you know, especially for gear. Um, Yes, I agree. Gear is replaceable. Gear is replaceable. You are not replaceable. So, you know, you, you, Ted, you asked me about um, this lady up in uh, PA. last week and yeah. that, uh, that that passed away on the river and and uh, I read a little excerpt about you know sort of about what happened basically um, and a lot of kayakers you know where these uh, cowtails or whatever these you know um, a little bungee that you yeah like like to attach to a a a on a rescue ring on the back of their jacket and it's clipped off to uh you know quick release on the front and it's all made to you know break away if you need to but there are situations where that won't break away something hangs up uh carabiner or or you know the d-ring or something gets cross-loaded in in the system and gets hung up on something that doesn't break away and um you know i've i've been saying this for years uh and i i have used those things and honestly they just get in the way and you know honestly i i'm more worried about the person in the water than i am the gear uh, so that gear, that person's okay. We're, we're gonna, the gear is replaceable. The kayak's replaceable. The, the paddle's replaceable. The raft is replaceable. The rafts, you know, all in all, you know, that, um, it's just not worth it. And this, this lady, uh, her cow tail or whatever got hung up on an underwater obstruction and she couldn't. She tried to break free of it with her quick, quick release, and it didn't release, and she drowned because of it. And that's that's a uh, you know I mean that could have happened on um, that could have happened to uh, a PFD or you know a uh, spray skirt or something yeah, getting yeah, hung, yeah. 
But, you know, all in all, this is a dangling piece of webbing. And, and you know, a lot of companies make them, oh, where you can tuck it into a pocket. Honestly, that stuff works its way out of that pocket eventually. And, you know, and I had one of the bungee ones and I, and I you know, I thought uh, it was cool until I hooked myself up to a, I don't know what, what, what a kayak weighs. I uh, think it's like. With full of water, like well, 600 pounds. Yeah, it's easily a, a, almost a 1,000 pounds yeah. to the back of your boat. You're not, you're not pulling that kayak with, with your body. When you're sitting on top of the water, it's not happening. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. And then you're, it's pulling you where you don't want to go most of the time. Um, sorry. And, and I just I stopped using those things. I still wear a rescue PFT. Because I have had situations where I had to go on a live bait rescue after someone, especially, in, you know, I mean, we practice that in, in uh, a whitewater rescue technician class, but uh, which I've done several of. But um, I've done live bait rescues, you know, simulated and, you know, had to do one in, in, in my job as a raft guide where someone clipped a carabiner you know rope off to me and i went after a person that wasn't helping themselves or couldn't help themselves and you know it worked out but um yeah and you know i see people walking around with rescue pfds that should not have them all the time you know yeah and 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 they they look cool they <laughs> they look cool they look rad but Nar. if you don't know how to use it, if you're not qualified <laughs> to use it, don't wear them. It's, 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 it's almost, you know, I would say probably 10% of situations, if that, are, you know, applicable. So Yeah. Well. Did I, I'm sorry if I got off, off uh, got on a state. rant, <laughs> a bit of a rant there. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so, no, that's all good stuff. Um so yeah, ha- having you know having all that knowledge and you know being able to you know I, th- I think just have being a being able to do a little self rescue it can go a long way. Um, and uh, so yeah, no, so another area I guess would be um, you know maybe your your contribution is going to be to have you know we've talked about. Like first aid gear, rescue gear. Now I'm thinking about something that I've run into a number of times. I'm talking about like several times I've been on a trip. If somebody could have some backup gear, you know, so not everybody has room in their rig or whatever they're paddling. But if I'm, you know, if I'm taking now, nowadays, if I'm in a raft, I'm going to R1. I'm, if I don't have a long hike in, I'll take a little more stuff than I might take if I'm in the kayak, you know. So something I just uh, ordered the other day finally was just a little breakdown paddle because I've been on a number. Paddle, canoe paddle? Well, I'm going to try something out. This is a cheap thing, and I'm just and the idea is to have something. Uh, but I've been on a number of trips where people have broken a paddle, lost a paddle. And, and you know, and you're out, and it's like, Anybody got you know? Anybody got an extra paddle and yeah. you know? So, so I know like you carry and I do too. Like a, a definitely a spare paddle on the side of your boat if you're R one or S one. And um, well, you, even if I S two, I usually try to bring a spare. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and uh, but but so I was thinking, you know, if I just had a little one that'll break down into four pieces, um, and I haven't for all this time because. They're so damn expensive, like for just a spare, you know. So I got on eBay. I found this like El Cheapo. Uh, Is it one of those little like uh, two and a half? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a it's more like a wreck kayak paddle, but it's, okay. it's a four piece. Yeah. And I'm gonna try this thing. I also found it's four piece. Yeah, breaks down to four pieces. How long are each piece? Will uh, it go in a Chattooga dry bag? Uh, we'll see. Huh? But. The, the idea is this. So it's a kayak paddle. Yeah. But you can buy a little uh, T-grip that will pop in to oh, one end, okay. too. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it could go either way. Yeah. So I'm thinking that would be perfect to just have. And then, you know, if it's a hmm. canoe 
paddler or a raft paddler or a kayak right. paddler, you've got something to hand them. Yeah. You know, and, and I've just seen it so many times that that seems like we, somebody ought to have one with them. And and on a couple of occasions, somebody has. But we, often it's like, oh, here's a here's my raft paddle. Yeah. <laughs> Good well, luck. Car- Carlisle used to make one uh, because we, we used to have to carry one a breakdown rafting paddle. Yeah. We used to have to carry one on the Chatuga. And it was part of our gear. And luckily, we just, like, we kind of talked to the Forest Service. And we were like, you know, listen, we've, we've got all these paddle stashes. Or, or not paddle <laughs> yeah. not paddle stashes, but... Uh, stashes. Stashes of <laughs> where, where we keep our backboards and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and and, and our litter, board. you know, our litters for uh, evacs and stuff. Like, can we just, you know, leave paddles in those spots? Yeah where we have those things and they're like yeah you know it's not a problem because because carrying a, a breakdown paddle is kind of ridiculous because we yeah. carry it in a mesh bag yeah um and those things would always punch through the bag eventually and and um but yeah that's that's interesting I definitely like to i hadn't tried it or it. anything but we'll you know we'll see we'll see how it goes um one night we gotta do the podcast from your uh your gear barn there <laughs> from the garage uh, well, <laughs> the garage with no vehicles in it. No, it's awesome. There's no, there's no room for vehicles it's in awesome. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love your garage. Oh, thanks. Um, well, you got a gear shed over there. We can do do it from either. Um, well, mine's doesn't have walls. Uh, it's a big carport. Yeah, that might be nice really in the huge. Summer. Really huge. But another item that most folks carry around is like a k-pump well k-pumps yeah you know especially if you're i mean and so we're we're often here i mean we're we're focused on inflatables so a pump and and a patch kit or something yeah i mean i i i carry that in in my in my dry bag um you know my my backup gear bag if you could call it that uh in the boat i usually carry a you know the basic patch kit and uh, I've got some. It's got that. Some, what's some, that tape that they make? It's a special. I mean, it's for that. I don't um, remember the name of it, but it's like a clear tape. It's it's you know. I, I think I got it when I bought a air ducky or something. Oh, okay. I, I'm not really sure what they would use, but it's, but you know, duct tape works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, zip tape. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Zip tape is uh, for um, you know. Water, yeah, basically seam sealing a roof or the mm. siding on a house. Okay, um, you know it's used in construction, but comes in and and uh, comes in a big fat roll. It, it's usually pretty expensive, but um, that stuff is pretty darn amazing, and and uh, it really sticks. Uh, so uh, zip tape is work, works really well. And in fact, uh, I was listening to another podcast, and they were saying that um, uh, Packraft company is that the company that makes Packrafts? There's is that, is a number called, of them. Yeah, there's called pa- the Packraft. No, there's Alpaca. Oh, Alpaca. Alpaca. They they suggest uh, using that type of tape on As their rafts if you need to patch it because hmm. it because of the material of their 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 pack rafts uh it it binds it sticks to that that type of but you know granted it's it's got to be dry but i've used some i've had some situations that in my my winter job where you know we (laughs) we stuck that uh zip tape onto a wet surface it's still stuck man wow yeah, and I, I mean, everybody wants to talk about Gorilla Tape. I'm like, yeah. screw that, man. Zip Tape. <laughs> I've got my uh, uh, vent visors held on Zip Tape. <laughs> well, I got to check that out. Awesome. That's the gear. That, you know, that's your gear. But K-Pump is good. Um, why? Uh, you may have an inflatable blow-up doll. You need to <laughs> blow up on a bachelor party, you know, for a bachelor party at, the, at a camp somewhere or... You know, you need to adjust the pressure in your raft. Sometimes, you know, for different rapids or drops or depending on the section, if I'm on that on the same day or, or uh, you know, I may need to adjust the pressure. I may need to drop it in one spot and, 
I may want to top the boat off yeah. for another or, or, or day in, to day, you or know, just getting in a, you know, you pump up and then you put it in the cold water and you know, yeah. it, it, it that or if, you, if you're doing an overnight or you pull up, you yeah. pull the boat out of water, it's more likely to, uh, uh, that pressure is going to, it's going to, when you pull it out of the water up on shore, it's most likely to, uh, you know, change, yeah. uh, when you put it in the water in the morning. So. Well, yeah. So, I, and I, I do too. I, I, I carry some kind of little, you know, if I'm in an inflatable, I've got some kind of patch kit and, 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 a, and, and, and if I don't take my pump, I usually have it with me, but yeah. if somebody else has one, sometimes I, I don't, but it, it, you know, most of the time I just have it in there anyway. Yeah. Um, so this is the other thing. So this is, this is the fun part. Um, well, wait, 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 well, hang well, on one hey, second. Whoa. Let's go back to pumps. Okay. And we're about to cover something that, that, you know, there's, there's always someone that arrives <laughs> with an inflatable that doesn't have a pump. That's true. You know, and well, so people want to know what I do and, and, you know, I don't have a lot of cash to throw out a you know big pump. In fact, all my pumps have come to me <laughs> pretty much free of charge. Um, and well, except for the K pump. I did buy the yeah, K pump yeah. at NRS when I was going through Moscow, Idaho. But I use um, for inflating my boat uh, with the valves open. Yeah. Uh, initially, I'll I'll throw on just like a Coleman a quickie, a quickie dicky uh, Coleman airbed pump. Yeah, I, hey, I had that's that's. They the, don't cost a lot. No, you get them at Walmart. They're not going to last a long time, but really, the theme of this. I've thing had a is, couple of. What mine can you get for, at Walmart? <laughs> I've had a couple of mine for a couple, you know, a couple of years now. Absolutely, but they're not the fastest. It, it's pretty it quick when yeah. the valves are open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, but when you close the valves, they won't depress the. Uh, won't depress the uh, valve. Um, it, it just doesn't have enough uh, enough ass. But uh, those are great for quick inflation, cheap. Um, and then once once I get once I get that that little pump as far as it'll go, I, I pull it off and, and and close the valve real quick. And I do that, and then I come back with a barrel pump, which also came to me free. <laughs> uh, it was sweet. So I was at Chattooga. I was setting safety for a buddy on River Right, right below Big George at Bull Sluice Rapid. And I was sitting there, and it was spring, and I looked down in the pool right below the drop. And I was like, what is that? And I had my dry suit on, so I wasn't, like, worried about getting wet. So I jumped in, and I came up, and I'm like, it's a barrel pump. <laughs> and it was a full, like, six-inch yeah. tube, um, like, you know what? Three foot tall. It's like Carl a Carlson or Carl, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Carlisle barrel pump. Nice. Uh, like close to two hundred fifty, yep. three hundred dollar yep. barrel yep. pump, and it pumped up the rafts right away. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, that's what I do. Nice. Um, and there's all kinds of pumps yeah, out there. I think but. that's a topic down the road, just pumps. Yeah, yeah but definitely. Because there are some other way, some some other new things people are doing. But uh, with like Ryobi, you know, Those are Home sweet. Depot little yeah. things and stuff. DeWalt but, has a great little uh, battery operated blower in Milwaukee. Yeah. And, but the uh, so so that's something that we didn't. Even, we were just talking about like what you might have on you on the trip. But that's another thing. If somebody's got a badass pump. And that's they're contributing, you know. Yeah. And maybe maybe they well, show up and they've got like the, the only one. Yeah, or they or they you know they show up. They've got the the one you hook up to your car battery or something, you know, the blast or something. So that that can be helpful too. So that's another way. Um, so now now for my favorite part, like but so, there's but the, and that's what I was kind of <laughs> the guy that shows up without any of shows up without any of the stuff. But like, no, yeah. all right. So yeah, so let's just talk about this guy. This guy may not be. He may not be or the trip organizer. Not not likely a woman though. Not likely a gal, because gals are with it. She's probably gonna have her snacks. She might. She's gonna have some river knowledge. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I've I have been on the river with with ladies that, like, yeah, you know, weren't really sure where they're at or, 
you know, didn't have everything, but yeah, it's usually in my in my experience, dude. this person is, a, is one of the bros, dude. Uh, so he he's not the trip organizer. He's not running shuttle. <laughs> Doesn't want to. <laughs> he's not gonna run shuttle. <laughs> his car's gonna be at the end though. You know. Yeah, that yeah. guy. That guy's yeah. car is his always at, at the end. Dry clothes at the end. Yeah. You know, no no snacks. No yeah no beer yeah. no not taking photos no no pump not uh, maybe doesn't have river knowledge uh, no but he's he's always out in front <laughs> he's always going first probably probably doesn't have your first aid stuff you know pro- you know so probably doesn't have a pump um, but what does he have personality personality he's the entertainer hey I'm I'm on board with that. <laughs> like but. If he doesn't have that, if he's not, if he's not the personality, she's not the personality. Doesn't have the entertainment. Doesn't bring anything else. Yeah. Then they're not contributing. Yeah. But you know, hey, they, if they bring they bring fun, I'm on board. Bring it. I, I, I'll I'll bring the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I, all right. I, well, know, I know so many of these characters. I can't even. You know, it's hard to go into it, but. Um, yeah, they, uh, you know, contributing uh, their self, yeah, uh, their selves to the uh, the common good. So. Well, to, to kind of wrap this part up, uh, yeah. So think about it. You know, like what you know, everybody's got their own thing they could do, and and so you don't have to be the best paddler. You know, and yeah, you know. So I, I knew a long time ago that I wasn't going to be the best paddler. So I was like, I'll take photos. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll run shuttle or something, you know. Setting the bar low. Yeah, set the bar low, yeah. you know. But hopefully, you know, people like getting those photos, so I'll take them, and I'm happy to do it. But all right, well, let's uh, let's move what, on to. Uh, what do you think of that uh, oh, dessert yeah. beer you're drinking there? All right, so Link uh, showed up with some Swamp Hit from Swamp Head Brewery. Tell us about that. Big Nose IPA from Gainesville, Florida, my hometown. The best beer in Gainesville. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's tasty. Love these guys. It's tasty. Um, I don't know. I don't think this we... isn't a uh, yeah easy drinking beer. It's one. Heady. It's sort of heavy. Sort of beer. It's heady. Yeah. yeah. It's heady. Nice. It's nice to finish the night off with. Yeah. Well, let's get into some events here. Um, oh yeah. So as we speak, which means when this airs. Um. It before, <laughs> before this airs, most likely. Um, don't you think? Before it airs, this will have happened, but we'll talk yeah. about it. Uh, I think it goes on like I mean, like the official. Well, it's been thing. going. Yeah. It's been going yeah. on. Yeah. Apparently, right. I think they're starting it early. right now. Yeah. Alf. So we're yeah. talking about Alf, which is Ain't Louis Fest. Which, it's the, uh, which is a bunch of canoers, right? The biggest shit show in the southeast. <laughs> this is according to them at the Teleco, right? Yeah. I, East Tennessee area, area of the Teleco, sometimes I, I think it just de- kind of depends on water level. I'm still trying to figure it out. Awesome river, like creek, great, great beginner creaking with run. ledges, like a, a yeah. you know, with a, a number of, of drops. Well, baby Falls, what, 12 foot, yeah, 10 to 12 yeah. foot waterfall. It's beautiful, beautiful river or creek and it's a great place to go. So if you and people come from they, all over to Alf for sure, right. and you know people come to watch too, just as many people come to watch. But they have like a, uh, you know, they have this mass start uh, this coming Sunday, the seventh, uh, the ninth of March. Uh, so this just happened. What is that noise? It's my ice maker. Oh, <laughs> wow. Sounded like something from Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Um, yeah, they have this mass start, 100, 100, it's, it's more than 100 boats. Open boaters. Open boats. Mass start at the top of the Teleco ledges, and it ends at, basically ends at Baby Falls, and it's fantastic to watch. Um, most most of them get below the first drop and they have to pull over and start dumping their boats out, which is what's so funny <laughs> because like everybody's got to dump their boat out, you know. Got to get one of those automatic pumps. <laughs> no, but yeah. they have them. Yeah, and I even heard about guys like getting near shore and like 
r- jumping out on the shore. They run along the shore and they dump their boat yes, out and, and then they slide back. back. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's it's, it it's 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 awesome. All right. Well, um, up next is the first. Um, well, now it's the first Chioa release because um, the first the first real Chioa release of the year got flooded out. Um, and, uh, even, even my friends that, uh, run it really high were, uh, they were like, uh, uh-uh. they, they went and took a look at well, what was good. going on. Good call for them. So, uh, March 23rd through the 25th is going to be a Saturday through Monday weekend on the Chioa. And, uh, yeah, it should be a good time out there. And that's, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the changes. All right. And then Hopefully another. more of that wood is getting washed out. <laughs> another, uh, he's getting excited over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, something I mentioned earlier is uh, just coming up if you're a George Canoe Association uh, member, the Lufty and Raven Fork trip is March 23rd and 24th. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place to go. And, and they haven't done this trip in a long time. So, um, yeah, go check that out if you're a member. For sure, and then the uh, um, the the next thing we got up, we've uh, talked about before is uh, Shatula, uh, formerly known as Tallulah Fest, or Shatula. We're calling it Shatula or Shatula Fest at the um, basically a little celebration of the Shatuga and the Tallulah Rivers on the first uh, spring releases of the Tallulah. It's going to be held at uh, Chattooga River Resort, April fifth through seventh, um, and we got some we got some awesome stuff lined up. Uh, we got um, a raft a raft guide style Olympics set right. up. We've got some, um, some some raffle tickets. Yeah, we got rafts. Ra- right? Oh, some big some big raffle raffle items. Uh, Rocky Mountain rafts has has hooked us up with a cloud <laughs> nine for um, to raffle off. I'm buying um, some of those tickets. Yeah, and and um, I forget what our our uh, our ticket sales were up to, but we're we're doing a first two hundred uh, tickets sold get a uh, complimentary raffle ticket for the raft. And piranhas, piranhas hooking involved. us up with a uh, with a with a kayak for the uh, uh, video contest. The winner of the video contest gets a piranha kayak. And we're going to have uh, live music from the Family Recipe from Athens, Sally and George from Nashville. Uh, sorry, Family Recipe on Friday, Sally and George from Nashville on Saturday, as well as Soul Driven Train from Charleston, South Carolina on Saturday. So it's going to be a good time. Chattooga River's running nonstop, as well as the headwaters of the Chattooga is open until uh, the end of April. So it's going to be awesome. And then you have Tallulah right next door, um, and uh, releases on Saturday and Sunday for Tallulah. All right. Uh, up next, April nineteenth is Noli Fest, and that, good time. That man. is at uh, based out of USA Raft there. Four twenty weekend, y'all. Uh oh. Yep, you know what that means. It's a good time. All right. Uh, Noli's a great spot. Great camping. Dog friendly. Uh, there and they 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 built a big stage last summer, uh, so it's gonna be awesome. Same weekend is the is uh, that the same weekend? It looks that's what I see is uh, NOC Spring Fling. No way. April twentieth, as well but as I think as, that's two different, you know, crowds and two two different. Uh, totally. <laughs> two different you want to have a good time? Places. You want to have a good time? Go to Noli Fest. <laughs> Uh, but that's also the Sweetwater 420 Fest in Atlanta that weekend. That's right. hilarious. I'm going to be in huh. Chattanooga watching, seeing the head and the heart. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, TVCC, Tennessee Valley Canoe Club, uh, their registration for paddle school is open now. Um, that's a great thing. And, and, and they do it over on the Ocoee at, oh, I can't even remember. What is it? Where's the, where they do that out of? Oh, I can't remember which which company. <laughs> I went last year. And, uh, uh, I'm going to say Ventures Unlimited. I think so. Yeah, I think so. 
Is that, is that where the bus is? The right bus there? barn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's where. But anyway, you can camp there, camping, and and it's all anyway. Get on their website, check it out. Uh, all levels, you know. Like I took my son last year. It's primarily why we went, and uh, he had a great group, and they went out on multiple trips. Everything was a little flooded out because there was a hurricane. But it was still a blast and fun and music at night. And I think they had River Funk last year. It was, it was a good time. That's and who's going to be at Louis Fest. Oh, sweet. And they had, uh, you know, they do raffles there and everything else. So nice. uh, that's a good that's a good event. And they're, it fills up, too. So yeah. if you're hearing this, you may be too late to register. Last thing on our list, we still don't have a real title, but the R1S1 Clinic. Yeah. Um, June with our 8th, main man link, June eighth through ninth. Um, you know, we we have had a couple folks ask to uh, if we could have it another time, but uh, I'm you know we've got a lot. That's that's a, a crazy part of the season. Got a lot of stuff going on, and I'm gonna set aside these two days um, to uh, uh, just you know answer probably end up answering a lot of questions, see what y'all want to do. And um, as far as uh, learning how to R1 or S1A raft, so it should be a good time. Absolutely. Um, and there's there's a lot of folks, I think, interested in this. And uh, I think it'll be a fun time, a good way to kind of meet some other people that are doing the same thing. And yeah, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to make it, you know, we're, we're going to try to plan it in an area that uh, – uh, I I think is conducive to you know what what I want to try to cover and teach and and um, but also a place that we can camp together and yeah have a good and, time. and 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 chill and have a good time and you know not not you know not get crazy or anything but just enjoy being around one another and getting to know one another so. All right, folks. I think that's a wrap. So we'll see you next week. On Waterbound. Yeah, see you guys uh, downstream sometime, hopefully uh, on the river. Waterbound.